0: host carl davis jr talks to the rock stars of silicon valley and offers you engaging interviews and insights from local regional and internationally acclaimed business leaders entrepreneurs and community leaders to help you stay connected now here's your host carl davis jr
1: Hello, hi, this is Carl Davis Jr. I'm your host, but I'm also the president of the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce, where we help all small businesses start, finance, grow, and even exit their businesses. We're located at 25 North 14th Street, downtown San Jose. Or you can reach us via the web at blackchamber.com. Man, they say I I interview the rock stars of Silicon Valley. Well, I got a rock star today in Mr. Bishop Bob Jackson. How you doing, Bishop?
2: I'm doing great, sir. How about yourself?
1: <laughs> Man, Bishop, I am so excited to have you on here. I mean, people are—so uh, so many people know you and love you and adore you for all the things you've done, Bishop. You know, I'm sure that they're really interested in finding out— who is Bishop Bob Jackson? So, Bishop, you know, before we talk about all the things we're going to talk about, give us a little history on who you are, Bishop. Share.
2: Well, I'm, I'm, I'm Robert L. Jackson, Robert Lee Jackson, and uh, born in, in Berkeley, California. My dad came out here during the Navy, 1941, and uh, I was born in 45. He discharged from the Navy from Jacksonville, Florida, and stayed out here in California, and I grew up. In the city of Oakland, and I've been here this December seventy four years.
1: Wow, so, seventy four yeah. years in Oakland.
2: Yes, I'm not a transplant. I'm, I've been here the whole time, and and uh, was educated in the Oakland public schools, and went on to uh, the military, came back, and went to a merit college, Peralta Colleges. Uh, I got my A.A. degree there, my B.A. degree from uh, Cal State Hayward, and. Uh, and went on to get my master's degree in theology when uh, when the Lord called me into the ministry. But I didn't grow up in the ministry. I didn't grow up in the church. I grew up in the street. Mm. I had a, tr- a tremendous transformation when mm. I received the Lord Jesus Christ into my life. Then I became a totally different person. So I have life on one side of the cross, and I have another life on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> cross. We won't talk about that one on the other side, bad side. <laughs> the good side of the cross has been just phenomenal. And uh, forty-two years saved now, and I've been pastoring the Axeville Gospel Church in the city of Oakland for thirty-five years now.
1: Wow! You, yeah, you know, beside. You know, Bishop, I'm really excited that you shared that because, um, I mean, I too had a a background that was on the <clears throat> other side of the cross. <laughs> I used to produce these uh, these little skinny fashion shows called "Skin Is In" and all that stuff that uh, you know before I got saved. And, it, and it's and it's funny though, you know, you learn things in the street. And then God blesses you and then you take that learning and you bring it into the church so to tell me a little bit about that Bishop you know your transformation from the street to the church and how you grew your church right there in Oakland
2: well my transformation like I said was very radical I mean one day I was was a sinner and the next day I was a saint uh, Just, I mean God didn't waste any time Doing a complete work in my life, and so he took away drinking alcohol, the cigarettes, the the weed, the smoking, the 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 and the fornicating. The, he took it all away from me, and I'm so glad uh, he just what we call sanctified me, and I'm so thankful for that. and And my whole mindset, everything was radically changed, and I begin to study the Word of God. I begin to read yeah. the Word of God. I begin to minister the Word of God. And before you know it, I was telling people about the Lord Jesus and how he was so wonderful and how he can change your life. And people thought I had lost my mind. And I said, (laughs) I really did. I lost that old mind (laughs) And and I had a brand new mind in the Lord. And so we started the church again, 35 years ago with 13 people who said, yes, they would go with me to start the church. We were studying from the book of Acts, and so our name became Acts for Gospel Church. Mm. And uh, with that 13 today, we have just around 6,000 members today and uh, and um, 31 different ministries. And the Lord is blessing us uh, there in the city of Oakland, 1034 66th avenue in the city of oakland just down from the coliseum and uh since the warriors are going to san francisco i'm praying about that oracle arena that they vacated mm. and i'm just believing god that might be the new acts Full gospel church so mm. carl i need you to touch uh, to agree with me yes. touching that
1: yes and- Man, that would be fantastic. I mean, the power the power that the church have, I mean, I want to talk a little bit about that, Bishop, because, I mean, not only do you run a very successful church, you, you save people's lives and you get people, you know, motivated to, to be who all that God wants them to be. And now you're talking about maybe trying to get that, that stadium, the Warrior Stadium. I mean, that's acquisition of land and property, and you've done a good job with that in Oakland yourself. Don't you do that now, Bishop?
2: Yes, the Lord blessed us to uh, to invest in property, and I'm so glad we uh, the church owns about seven blocks of, of uh, property in the city, and uh, we've built a, a block and a half already of 59 units, one, two, and three bedrooms, and we were able to get the block across the street uh, from that project. It's called Cy- Irene Apartments, and so we're a- we're building now right in the process of building 58 more units across the street because housing in the city of Oakland is just, I mean, like hen's teeth. You almost can't find any housing. And the prices, uh, you know, to rent and to buy is just ridiculous. They've really gone through the ceiling. So uh, building more affordable housing for people with low income and barely income uh, becomes the object of the day. And uh, I'm, I'm praising God for him allowing us to invest in properties when properties were really reasonable and even cheap in some places. And now that we own those properties, we're able to look at uh, building more housing now, which mm-hmm. again, we desperately need. And hopefully we can put our people into those houses and won't have them to be displaced you know, out of the city because of the lack of having affordable housing
1: man when you said that displaced out of the city i think it was you that was telling me bishop that oakland used to be 48 or 49 percent african-american it's down to like 22 percent. is that correct
2: that's correct and it's been prophesied that the african-american population in oakland will be under five percent uh within the next 12
1: years wow man that's a that's a lot of people leaving the area now why would you say they're leaving the area bishop i want to hear from you
2: well, it's two reasons they're leaving the area. First of all, the scarcity of housing and the and the pricing of the housing uh, is uh, again. And they found out that there's a gentrification that we've never seen before. And that is, if we just raise the prices on these units and on these houses, then low-income people and no-income people, barely-income people, would would not be able to live in the city. And so. As a consequence, they would either have to get out or they would have to do like you see in the city of Oakland, build a homeless area where there's tents and RVs, you know, Mm parked and even abandoned cars people are trying to live in, you know, in the place of having a home to live in or an apartment. So, you know, the second thing about the reason is a lot of the low-income and no-income people don't make the kind of monies that need Mm -hmm. to be made in order to afford the housing and afford uh, the properties, uh, the apartments. And so as a consequence of that, there's no training. And we're working on now trying to build a training center so we can train and uh, upgrade people's resume Mm -hmm. so they'll be able to get these jobs because High-tech companies are moving into Oakland, and other great companies are moving into Oakland, so the jobs are available. Mm-hmm. It's just that the people that we're talking about, mainly African Americans, they're not qualified for the jobs, and there's no training for them to get the skills for the job so that skill center is very necessary so we've been trying to get it there's an abandoned school in the city of oakland east oakland that's been abandoned for about nine years and boarded up i've been trying to get it but every time i get it the, the school is i'm telling you the bureaucracy is so difficult Trying to do something that's going to benefit the the community—it's—it's just anyway, it's a
1: struggle. (laughs) No, no, no. The fact that that is your passion, Bishop. I think that's leading right into us talking about you taking it and going to what city council. Tell us a little bit about it. We got about two and a half minutes before our first half break. Tell me a little bit about you running for city council there in Oakland.
2: Well, I looked for a man. I looked everywhere, and I asked people, male and female no respect to persons i was looking for anybody to run because uh, larry reed who's been our city council uh um District 7 representative for over 20 years now has done a magnificent job, but, but he's not going to be running again. So looking at somebody to try to run, that's the East Oakland area, which is predominantly African-American and Latino at this point. But anyway, trying to find somebody to fill his seat has been very difficult. And so finally, I come to the conclusion, my mother always told me, if you can't find anybody to do it, do it yourself. So I put my name in the in the hat and uh, and now I've, I've set up my campaign to run for city council district seven in the city of Oakland and I believe I, I can with the grace of God I believe I can make a difference with nothing else, with a lot of information that the district would need in order to better themselves so they'll be able to stay in the city, a city which they love and have grown up in and generations have grown up in, will not be displaced, Mm. will not be put out because of the lack of finances.
1: Man, that's exactly what Oakland needs. That's exactly what every area needs. Every area needs someone who's been there, loves that area, can work with people, and got a heart for God and got a heart for the people. Bishop, I think you'd be a wonderful candidate for District 7.
2: Thank you, sir. Hey, Thank Bishop,
1: you. now we only got about 30 seconds before we break, and I, I want to get back to your uh, agenda that you told me earlier. You have a black agenda for Oakland. I want you to save the details for that for the second half. And and you know, uh, Bishop, it's very important that we create like an ecosystem so people can, one, get trained, have the jobs, and then make the money to be in that area. Bishop that we're correct. looking for we're looking for talking we're looking forward to talking to you about that. We're gonna stop right there and we're going to come back in a couple minutes. You're listening to Silicon Valley Business Connections.
0: Join the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce and watch your business grow. Participate in mixers, webinars, and training workshops to help start, finance, and grow your business, all with the help of the Chamber's Certified Small Business Development Center's consultants for free. That's right. Sign up for one-on-one help from a Certified Small Business Development Expert Advisor for free. Call 408-288-8806 or visit blackchamber.com. That's blackchamber.com. And now, back to Silicon Valley Business Connections.
1: Welcome back to Silicon Valley Business Connections. Our guest today is Bishop Bob Jackson of Axville Gospel Church in Oakland, and Bishop Bob Jackson is running for City Council, District 7, right, Bishop?
2: That's absolutely correct, sir.
1: Man, tell me, what is going to be your main sort of agenda? You know, you were talking to me earlier about a black agenda for Oakland. You know, it really blesses everybody because if any community is not doing well, the entire community is not doing well. Tell us a little bit about your campaign. And your well, agenda.
2: there's a number of things that we're having uh, difficulties with with the African-American community in the city of Oakland. And, of course, housing, as we talked about earlier, is number one. And uh, and having uh, affordable housing is really a, a – it, it. we just have to do better with with affordable housing. And also talking to people who have housing to put – uh, you know, units in their backyard. We're working with different uh, containers that have been transformed into little houses. I mean, there's a, there's modular houses that we're talking about and, and tiny houses that you can put in your backyard that, that can be approved by Housing Authority, you know, to, to be able to rent to people. And so we're working on some things like that. We're also working on building affordable housing. Um, and so that becomes a real... Um, you know, definite thing that I want to work on. Also, the homeless issue and how mm. we can deal with the homeless problem. Because a lot of uh, African-Americans now are starting to fill the ranks of the homeless population in tents and in SUVs and abandoned cars and, and living in their cars. And a lot of these people have jobs to go to, but they don't make enough to be able to afford a, uh, an apartment or or a house in the city of Oakland. So working with that... Got some ideas about how to do that and work with that population as well the other thing is the training that the african-american community And i'm talking about the the ones with low income and hardly any income uh to work with them on training and because like i said before jobs are available in the city of oakland a lot of jobs and techie companies are moving into the city of oakland at a rapid pace right now but and they're clamoring for new people to work for them but we don't seem to have the qualifications, the African-American mm. community. So I want to be able to set up a training center uh, in the community so it's easy, accessible, and you'll be able to get the training that they need to be able to get those jobs that are available. And and then, of course, working with violence in the city. We still mm. have a, a problem with violence, uh, black-on-black crime. You know, we say black lives matter, but we have to deal with blacks who are killing blacks, too, these young blacks and mm. And get them out of the street and into the marketplace as well, so working with that, dealing with ex-offenders coming in and making sure we have programs. I have the Men of Valor Academy. We have about 85 men in our program coming in from incarceration. They've done their time, and now they need an opportunity to be able to get jobs and and uh, be able to come into you know success a
0: mm-hmm.
2: lifestyle now and put their past behind them. So those are the projects that I'm really looking at working on and of course you know we've got the side shows that are going on and and uh, I just had a uh, one of the ex-senators just write me and say one of the ideas would be get the fire hoses out there and just begin to spray all the the, the spectators with water, and, and then they would hurry up and get out of that area, and the sideshows won't go on because the only reason they go on is because they have this audience that love to see the sideshows, okay? So you can't stop the sideshows for some reason, so stop the audience. I don't know. It's an idea. But anyway, working with the community, I think our biggest problem, though, in District 7, District 6 – That's where the majority of African-Americans are living now in the city of Oakland. The biggest problem is information. Mm. Usually when we find out about something, it's already too late. uh, Because we don't go to city council. We don't know what's happening with the the politics as far as the city and how that impacts the African-American community. We're not at the table. And so a lot of times, by the time we find out the information, we find the news about it, it's already too late Mm. and there's nothing we can do about it. I'm hoping to change that. Mm. I want to put information out. Just as it's coming out, so the African American community will have a better opportunity to have input, be at the table, to make sure that it's it's a, that is equality there for everybody, you know, and not just mm-hmm. for certain people.
1: Well, you know, I like I like what you're saying, Bishop, because um, although the training you've you've geared it, and you said for African American people, it's really for everyone. You're right. going to help and train everyone because as a city council person, you just want to take anybody that's downtrodden to bring them up. You know, even though I'm here in San Jose, uh, you know, Google's going to come down to San Jose, and that's a huge issue. Google's going to come there, take over a lot of property. How many people in our community are actually going to be able to work at Google? So yeah, I'm sure that's that-
2: the whole deal. And when I said African American, I was not. I, I want to clear that because I wasn't saying just African-American people, of course, Latinos and, and anybody else. The problem, though, I'm seeing is the majority of the people I'm talking about just happen to be mm-hmm. African-Americans, mm-hmm. the low-income, the the, the the really uh, people that are really struggling in Oakland right now. It seems to be the African-American mm-hmm. community. So, but, it, but as you said, it's going to be open for everybody, the training center, and we're hoping that everybody who needs the training, well, of course, will be able
1: to get it. Well, I want to do this because I want to get your information, your contact information out twice. I wanted to do it earlier, but I, I just thought about it. Tell people, Bishop, if they like and align with what you're talking about and want to help and support you, how can people reach you?
2: Yes, well, you can reach me uh, on my website, and it's brand new. It's, 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 one, it's all spelled out, Jackson com. It's uh, Jackson Four, not a number four, but it's Jackson Four East Oakland dot com. Uh, that's probably the easiest way to reach me right now. We don't we don't have our office set up. We're in the process of doing that right now. Like I said, everything is brand new. Uh, we do have a physical address, and it's 9400 International Boulevard, Box 63, Oakland, California 94603 and that that address again is 9400 International Boulevard Box 63 Oakland California 94603 we don't have a phone yet uh, but our website is up and that's our physical address for our new headquarters
1: yeah because there the is- campaign the campaign is starting now but the election's not till when 2020 not until 2020 2020 so you're yeah. really you're getting a good good head start there bishop
2: True. I want to get out here as early as I can and uh, let people know I'm very serious about what what you know we we need to do. And uh, and I'm also visiting all the the home groups, the NCPC groups, and uh, all of the organizations, active active groups that are in the city now, especially in District Six and Seven, so we can get on board with what they're looking for and wanting to do as well, so we can bring our community bring this community and the city of Oakland together.
1: Well, I know you're going to get a lot of support from the business community, Bishop, because, you know, I'm the president of the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce. But tell us a little bit about what you did, Bishop, because I found out you're the founder of the Oakland African-American Chamber of Commerce. Tell us Uh, a little bit about that. Correct.
2: So 16 years ago, uh, 16 years ago, I started the Oakland African-American Chamber of Commerce. And uh, and uh, it's doing well. It's doing wonderfully. Uh, we can learn a lot from you, though, uh, Carl. <laughs> so thank God for your connection, your your association. Uh, but anyway, we're we're moving the agenda for the African American Chamber of Commerce here in the city of Oakland, and and wanting to work with more uh, entrepreneurs to set up more businesses and uh, in our community and work with again uh, helping those businesses thrive and uh, and helping the vitality of our city
1: you know uh, I I love that bishop and and thank you for you know sharing that and we're always open to work with um, you know other chambers matter of fact we started something called the Northern California black Chamber presidents association of which Oakland is a part of as a matter of fact you have a new um, executive director and CEO right
2: yes we do Yes, we do. and We're excited about that. Uh, this this young lady's hitting the ground running. She's she's really great, and she's brand new to table, uh, the table. Everybody knows her.
0: Uh huh. <laughs> anyway,
2: we're holding back announcing who she is because we're having a a big reception for our brand new uh, chairman of the board, who's also female, uh, and Shonda Scott. And at that particular um, uh event we're getting ready to announce our brand new president and uh everybody knows her again that's in the business and uh she's a terrific lady and We're really expecting great things from the chamber through our leadership.
1: Well, I'm definitely going to come up there, Bishop, because I'd love to be there to to hear that announcement. And for all those who do listen to our show, that'll be a wonderful event. So how would they get in touch with the Oakland African-American Chamber of Commerce? Because once this show is over, it becomes a podcast. They actually can reach us. But I want to find out how they can go directly to the Oakland Black Chamber.
2: Well, the telephone number there is uh, in the 510 area code, 510 area code, Mm -hmm. and the number is 268-1600. So it's 268-1600, 268-1600. In the 510 area code, you can reach the Oakland African-American Chamber of Commerce.
1: Man, Bishop, I have loved just having you on this show. We're going to have to bring you back, Bishop, because there are some things that you started talking about that we just didn't have time to get. Bringing people from the prisons back into society through entrepreneurship—that's always been my heart, Bishop. I want to yes. definitely talk to you about that when we get a chance to 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 come again, where we can talk about this.
2: That'll all, be great with me.
1: Well, Bishop, you know how it is—it's all about your connections. Yes, sir. you've been listening to Silicon Valley Business Connections.
0: You've been listening to Silicon Valley Business Connections with Carl Davis, Jr., and brought to you by the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce. More information about today's show is available by going to the Chamber's website, blackchamber.com. That's blackchamber.com. Or call 408-288-8806. That's 408-288-8806. Copies of our podcast are available online at blackchamber.com. If you would like to know more about a specific guest or make recommendations for upcoming guests and topics, email info at blackchamber.com. Keeping you connected, Silicon Valley Business Connections.